Welcome to Encourage Her Podcast. I'm your host, Joe, co-founder and creator of a mission called Encourage Her. We are a God-given, purpose-driven mission to encourage and inspire women to live lives that encourage other women. It's as simple as that. We pray that this podcast encourages you, and then you turn around and encourage her. Thanks for showing up. We'll show up for you every Monday. Keep listening, share, review, and encourage her. Join our mission today. Monday is the worst day. Monday is the best day. Good morning, encouragers. It's Joe. We are back with a second session of our new series called You Can Do Hard Things Because You Can. We are hearing each week from a different woman who has a different story that's hard. Her story might be different than yours, but you can gain strength confidence, encouragement, and inspiration from hearing women who did their hard thing well, who suffered well, who struggled well, who made it through the other side. Even if they wouldn't have considered it well done, they made it through and they're here to share their story and they're here to encourage you. I hope this morning you feel encouraged by my friend Elizabeth. She is fun and real and raw and I think you're going to love her. After the podcast, you can look into the show notes and find out where you can find her if you'd like to stay in touch with her or learn more about her. This whole series, ladies, is based on a verse you can find in Philippians. And it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You can find that in Philippians 4, verse 13. Elizabeth. Hi. Hey, it worked. Yeah, it was giving me a message about you gotta get permission. <laughs> oh, well, welcome. I guess you got permission. <laughs> That's a first. Well, welcome to the Encourager podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I know. I was, you were one of the first people I thought of when I was thinking of this series. And just women who do hard things and share their hard things. And you're out there sharing it. So I am so excited and honored, truly, that you said yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for thinking of me. Oh, yeah. And thanks for taking your time. I know you're a busy lady. So I appreciate the time that you're given. Um, I first want to just, again, say thank you and let the ladies know that just as we did last week, we will have... um, all of Elizabeth's information in the notes. So afterwards, if there's something you say or something that they want to, you know, just touch base with you about, follow up with you about, that they can look in my show notes and find your Instagram handle and even your podcast because you're out there too. Okay. Podcast world. So we'll make sure those are in the notes. But Elizabeth, first, why don't we just start off? I know Elizabeth from Encourage Her. And I think... I don't know if this is right, Elizabeth. Was it was it Chrysanthi that was like our middle person? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought so. <laughs> um, and I've never met Elizabeth in person. We are Instagram friends. Mm-hmm. So why don't, you know, I know a lot about you, but what about you tell the ladies a little bit about yourself? Okay, so um, 
I like to kind of answer that question in like twofold. You know, first as, you know, labels, like I am Elizabeth and I was born and raised in New Orleans. I recently just moved to Texas. So I'm basically just starting my life, putting some roots in the ground. I'm 37, single, no children. I'm a software analyst for a hospital in Greenville, South Carolina. So I built a system that takes your vitals and all of your medical history. And like you said, I also host a podcast called Becoming Her. It's all about empowering and challenging women to live boldly and walk confidently toward the woman that they envision. And then the other way I like to answer it is just kind of like what is true to my core. Like I'm a lover, a believer, an encourager, a woman that believes in being authentic to who you are and a woman who just really loves to laugh and have fun. So that just kind of sums me up. Oh my goodness. I even love the way you answered that. (laughs) That's so awesome. It's like the facts and then the feels. Right. Like this is what you find on paper and then this is who I am in real life. (laughs) Oh, that's so awesome. And I did not know what you did for your day job. So that's really cool. Yeah. Thank you. I've been doing that for coming on seven years now. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a busy time. Yeah. And you'll see ladies, she shows up every day for Beachbody too. And she is a multi-purposed woman. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that's just so cool that you have so many hats. You wear so many hats. Thank you. Um, So, you know, you heard Rachel's podcast and you've seen me posting and I have a series that I'm going to do. And we'll just see truly how long it goes. I have no agenda or game plan for this for this series in the sense of how many women I'm just kind of waiting to see who shows up, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, which is fun, but I'm calling it. You can do hard things because just as you do on your podcast so well, we have hard things and there's no shame in that. Um, It's part of life, you know, the ebbs and the flows, the peaks and the valleys. It's just, there's tough stuff and there's so much power in sharing it. And truly, I mean, you are an encourager, as you said, but I feel that it's so encouraging to hear someone else's story. Mm -hmm. And even if you can't relate to it, right? you know, you just know that you're not alone in the struggle of life. Exactly. I agree. You know, so when you hear that question, um, I'm asking each guest during the series the exact same question. So I'm going to ask you the same. What, when you hear that question, what do you think of when I say the words hard thing? Um, Well, I just think of that thing that, really made you overcome. You know what I mean? Yes, you have those like a hard day at work, you know, like, th- like those are going to be hard days, but I mean, just something that kind of rocked you to where you had to probably pick yourself up back up from. So yeah. that's just kind of what I think about when, when someone's like, well, what is your hard thing? Like when you were asking that question, I just, I knew exactly where I wanted to go because I just knew that there was probably this one thing that I went through that was the hardest thing I've ever been through in my entire life. Mm. And I like that point because there are a lot of things that are tough and you can have tough days, right. but there's changing moments in your life, mm-hmm. right? Pivotal things that truly change possibly even who you are as a person, your perspective on the world, yes, you know, your awareness, all those things. Mm-hmm. So what you know, I'm so glad you're and willing here to hear share and how your hard thing because I know that's not always easy either. Right. Yeah. Um, but what was that thing for you? 
So my hard thing I would have to say is self-love and knowing my worth. So growing up, um, there was like this huge focus on my weight. And it wasn't initially by my own doing, but rather from my own father. So everything was based on how much I weighed. So he would say things like, oh, a man won't be able to afford you with the amount of food you eat, or you're going to eat him out of house and home if he does marry you. Or I remember this one time um, I came home from playing volleyball and volleyball is like my favorite sport. I was so Mm -hmm. excited. I was coming to tell my family how the coach was so proud and, you know, she sees me as a leader and is just excited for the season. And the first thing he said was, well, I can't see that because you're so big. How can you jump? And Mm -hmm. so it was just this constant battle. And it seemed like no matter what accomplishments I had, how well I was doing in school, it just seemed like nothing else mattered. You know, all he saw was my weight. And then that became all I saw. And then I adopted the mentality of, well, this must be my worth. Like, this is what's going to keep people loving me or make people fall in love with me. Like the number on the scale or the roles or how much I eat, all of it. And so it just kind of sent me in like this really dark place that not a lot of people knew about because I then mastered how to hide and just kind of exist in the background. Mm. Wow. And at what age do you feel like it, you really realized that this was not okay or that it was changing you in the negative way? Um, I think it was college for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and then remember back then, nobody was talking about like being a plus size girl. I feel like nowadays everything is, you know, it's okay to be a plus size girl. Like you don't have to be the size of a magazine you know, model. But I think that in college, I had, I hit my darkest moments. And I just feel like I was starting to think these negative thoughts of like harming myself. Mm. And that's just when I knew that something had to change. And if it doesn't change, I may not be here in the future. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Truly just in your core right it's like it came out of you the things that were poured into you in a week time just comes they come back up yes you know they come back out the things that were spoken over you or into you can become a part of you right yeah and you would think oh well that was just because this is how i thought i was like well that was childhood you know i'm older now so i should be fine but yeah no i mean that took up the majority of my life so Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. So when you went through the journey of realizing how that, that, that was a hard thing, first of all, because as a kid, you don't realize that your parents are doing something hard to you. They're just your parents, right? You don't have a scope for that Mm -hmm. yet. Um, But once, you know, you went, started that journey of trying to kind of, I don't know how you would explain it, but like reverse the tape of, of that, you know, one liner, Mm -hmm. Or those words that were fed to you when you started to try to reverse that, were there people along the way that encouraged you that do you have memories of people that stood out or are there still people, you know, in your life that encouraged you along that journey? Um, While I was going through it, there weren't a lot of people. Um, A lot of people back then just kind of misused, you know, my my shyness and used it 
and thought that I was, you know, weak and kind of took advantage of me. But as I got older, probably 30, like I just, I can't even believe how long it took me. But at the age of 30, it's just when my friends really started helping me. But that's only because I started opening up about it. Um, so usually I would say, you know, oh, well, my mother, but I never told her. I don't think that she even really knew how hurt I was. So I didn't even allow her to help me through the journey. So it was definitely my friends um, who helped me through it, who um, kind of just kind of encouraged me. And even meeting Chrysanthi, you know, our mutual friend, and she introduced me to the Beachbody world, but she also introduced me to a platform to where I could share my story and help other people. Yeah. And that confidence. I mean, my goodness, you just exude <laughs> confidence. <laughs> I mean, girls, if you go to her Elizabeth's Instagram, I love your energy. Thank you. It is so um, contagious and fun. Like I don't <laughs> dance and you have rhythm, which helps. I don't, I don't have any rhythm, so I can't do what you do. But I just want to dance along with you. You like, should. I mean, that's my whole purpose. Like that's why I started doing the dancing. Because at first, I mean, I already love music. Like I'll probably be singing anything at any given moment. But I was just like, why not dance? Why not show how you can actually work up to be more confident? I mean, when I first started, I would wear a sweatshirt. I would wear a shirt. But now I'm just like, whatever. If I just want to wear a sports bra and tights, why not? Just, just do it. That's right. That's right. It's awesome. It just speaks such volumes. And now knowing the process you've gone through with your confidence and especially connecting it to your mm -hmm. body is powerful stuff, powerful stuff. And it's just a perfect example of sharing our stories, you know, and what you said about your friends and how, you know, if we don't share our hard things, mm -hmm. people might not know we're going through right. hard things. Yes. A lot of people tell me like, oh, I would have never thought you went through that. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't talk about it just to anybody. I mean, this is, it's an emotional thing and an emotional topic, but yeah, I've, I've been through it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as long, you know, along with people, because people can be mm -hmm. huge in our lives and just transforming and supportive. So I'm so thankful to hear that you have, I know you still have great yeah. friends, but that you have great friends and foundations in that way. Were there words, because I'm a huge words person. Um, I know you love music, so do I. And I love music because of the lyrics. Yes, you know, the lyrics just right, right? Like <laughs> straight to my heart. I mean, there can be a song that like, I'll be driving down the road and my kids are like, why are you crying? You know, it's just like, it just hits me in such a way. And same with dancing or like, I mean, I love karaoke lyrics. Mm -hmm. And it's the words. I love writing. I love blogs. I love reading people's words. You know, it's just so mm -hmm. powerful. So along with people, it sounds like you had people and you still have people supporting you. But are there either words of scripture? Are there words of inspiration? Maybe quotes? It could be song mm -hmm. lyrics. Were there things that even now help you or that helped you along that way, along that journey? Uh, well, yeah, because I do. I love quotes as well, just like you. And like, I love lyrics. I love quotes, all of it. Um, and I wouldn't say that there was a specific scripture, but I will say that I 
talk to God like on a regular as if we're just besties having coffee. <laughs> like we just, yeah, we're just talking regular because I used to focus on trying to make it perfect and make it sound right. But, um, but there is this poem that I absolutely love that's by um, Marion Williamson called Our Deepest Fear. And so that entire poem speaks to me, but like there's a section that just really stands out. And it's um, it says, we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. I absolutely Ooh. love that, that part. Oh my yeah. word. There's such truth in that. Like as women, we do yes. that, don't we? We try to like dim our lights. And you know, once you get confidence and even moments of confidence, right? You can't even, a lot of us ebb and flow mm-hmm. in our confidence, right? We have moments of weakness or whatnot, but insecurity, but why do we do that? Why do we hide right. our light? Why do we dim our right. a friend of mine told me yes, just yesterday that um, with me showing up and how I show up allows other people to show up the same. And that, and it's right. so true because you sit there and you watch somebody and it's like, well, if she can do it, why can't I? Yep. Yeah. You're saying, right. saying it. you can do this. You right. Do this, and- right. And that's, you know, similar to this series. Like I called it, you can do hard things, not they right. did hard things. Because the truth is by hearing your story today, even if it's not exactly mm-hmm. the same, you're, you know, hearing your strength and your journey and your truth, just sharing mm-hmm. a hard truth can open up somebody's heart and desire to exactly. want to do the same. Exactly. You know, maybe somebody listening right now hasn't taken that step to tell somebody mm-hmm. about the hard thing. And maybe this will exactly. open them up, you know, and begin that process. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to, um, after we stop this um, podcast, I'm going to put that poem in the show notes so people can yes, read the Yes, it's poem beautiful. Too, I would love to read it myself. I love it. Um, so I know that it's been a journey and a process, but what do you feel like is kind of the one or biggest takeaway, if you could say it that way, or lesson that you've learned from living through this? Is there something you've learned or taken away from the experience? Right. Yeah. Lots of stuff. I think, um, I think the biggest, biggest thing? thing would be to not care what others think. I mean, people are going to have an opinion regardless of what you do, whether it's good, bad, or weird or whatever. But they will have something to say. So whatever you do, just do it wholeheartedly. If it brings you joy and it comes from pure intentions, then just do it. Because everyone's not going to be on board. Everyone's not going to cheer for you. And I mean, maybe not even family. So you just have to do what makes you happy and just not care what other people think. That's right. And would you say that's your biggest piece of advice too? It's kind of a two-part thing. Like if you, if there's a girl mm-hmm. listening right now and she struggles with this, even if it wasn't her dad, maybe it was an ex-boyfriend. Maybe it's mm-hmm. a current boyfriend. Maybe it's a boss. Maybe it's her mean girl inside mm-hmm. of her, as Rachel says. Like maybe it's just a false narrative that she's told herself. 
um, about her body or about her size or about her looks, you know, what would you say to her? What would be your biggest piece of advice? Would it be just that, what you just um, said? Well, that would be part of it. But I think that yeah. it would be to process it. Because oftentimes we go through major hurts in our lives and we think that we are, like I said, magically going to get over them. But what ends up happening is that we bury the pain until something triggers it or it holds us back from living our own life. So just take some time to process and essentially heal. Because I know for me, I had to sit and think about how that pain made me feel. And then I had to decide that enough was enough, that I was tired of not only feeling this way, but giving that feeling and that person power over my own life. And so slowly I just had to change the narrative. And with every negative or old saying that he would say to me, I had to think like, well, is this true? Is this me saying this or is it him? And then most Mm -hmm. importantly, I feel like in the end, I just had to forgive him like on my own because you can sit and you can wait for an apology, but it may never come. And so you just have to forgive yourself and just take that burden off of yourself. And then you find your freedom. That's huge, yes. what you just said. That's what's <laughs> right now. And so, I mean, just journal it, you know, pray. I had many crying, like ugly cry nights. And just do what you got to do in order to process it all. And then from there, that's when you can actually pick yourself up from the ground. It's like you're almost starting over. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, in the way of forgiveness, I mean, unforgiveness, the lack of forgiveness can grow Mm -hmm. a giant root in our heart. And it's what I think is so interesting about that visual is that root is just growing into your heart. It's not like the lack of forgiveness or holding on to what, whatever it is, you're not willing to forgive. Even if you said as the person is not willing Mm -hmm. or doesn't even know maybe what they, it's only hurting you. That root is only growing in you, you know, mm-hmm. and to rip it out and allow yourself to be free of it is so. Yes, because I don't even think that he knows how much he hurt me. You know, my dad is, mm. he's very blunt. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't know he hurts someone's <laughs> feelings until you tell him. And so I, I just, I know he doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think often it's done without malicious. It's not like mm-hmm. they're trying to be malicious, right? But yeah, oh, definitely. it changed you. Yeah. And you said about um, processing. I love that because I've often heard, you know, you've got to go through yes. it to grow through it. And I feel like it's similar. Like you can't avoid it. you got to mm-hmm. sit in it sometimes, even if it yes. sucks. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, and allow you it. Have you have to, to feel, feel it, it. yes. Yeah, to really grow grow through it and mm-hmm. allow it to change you. Not easy. Much oh, easier definitely. said than done, but right? Worth, yes. worth every minute of processing. Oh, man. So I know you mentioned God and how you talk to him like your besties. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm the same. And it's, if, if right. someone could hear inside my <laughs> They're head. like, you talk to God like that? <laughs> but I love, oh, man. I, I remember hearing the first time I heard people pray out loud. And I instantly felt so intimidated because yes. I felt the same thing. I got to do it just right. I got to know right. scripture. 
I've got to just say, and it's so silly. It's like, that's, he just, he knows what we're thinking. Right. It's just, you know, it's just so funny, but it is true. And I love that you have that perspective because I yes. think that is Oh, yes, because I, I spent plenty yeah. of time thinking, okay, if I say this right, or in the middle of a prayer, I'm like, oh, wait, Lord, let me start all over. And it's like, what? Just say what you need to say, Liz, and keep it moving. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And even sometimes, like, you know, I've had a few friends going through, re- speaking of hard things, really hard things this past year. And a couple of them have said to me, I don't hmm. even know what to pray. I'm like, right. well, that's okay. You know, you can literally just sit with him and be silent. Mm-hmm. He knows. Just show up. You know, he's there. He hasn't gone anywhere. So you just Yeah, I know up, that sometimes know? when I'm praying, I'm just like, Lord, you know, for the things that I may forget to say, just hear my heart and then move accordingly. Yeah, that's awesome. Too, right. You don't always know. what's going on in our hearts (laughs) we have no clue (laughs) oh I love that too well Elizabeth this was so fun it was fun I enjoyed it I'm so glad you took the time I really appreciate you and what you do online and I hope to meet you one day in person I think I know (laughs) (laughs) I can dance we definitely gotta do that that would be fun. Um, and any last words, anything you didn't get a chance to say that you feel led to say, um, and it's okay if not, but I wanted to offer that in case there was something. Left no, I in. think that's basically it. Just be true to yourself, awesome. you know, every day, find joy and then just do it. That's right. Yeah. Just do it. Awesome. Well, Elizabeth, thanks again, girl. And I will see you online and ladies, if you are not already following her podcast, you got to check her out. You heard how real she is. She's funny. She's raw. She's real. She's yeah. got hard stuff and she shares it. So show up for her to check out her podcast and her Instagram page and it will all be in the notes. And again, we'll be back next week with another story about a hard thing. Elizabeth, you have too. An awesome Thank night. you. Thanks so much. All right, bye. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me today. It was fun being together. I hope you feel encouraged. I'll see you next week. Get out there and be an encourager.